Tonight, the Snyder Cut gets physical, Marvel sees, uh, sees NFT, Marvel do, and Pop-Tarts, the movie. All then more on the comic book edition of Multiverse, tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 132 of Multiverse Tonight, the comic book edition. I'm, of course, your host, Thomas Townley. And if if you hear any dog sounds in the background, that would be our brand new uh, Maltese. Uh, his name is Roscoe. He's eight weeks old. And, uh, you know, we just got him a couple days ago, so we're still kind of breaking him into us, and he's breaking us into him, and... You know, you know, it's a, it's a, as I said in the last episode, it's a learning process. Um, so, uh, you know, we're, in, we're going to enjoy this, you know, take plenty of pictures, you know, and all of that. But, uh, there's not really much I want to say here at the top of the show today. Uh, let's go ahead and get in to the DC Comics news. Black Manta will be getting his own spin-off miniseries from DC Comics. The series will be written by Chuck Brown with art by Valentine D. Landro and will spin off of a Manta feature story in the Aquaman 80th Anniversary 100-page spectacular, which includes a new hero named Torrid and a new villain named Devil Ray. The miniseries will center around Black Man's quest, hunting a rare and valuable mineral with incredible powers. The six-issue miniseries comes to comic book stores on September 7th. Actress Allison Mack, best known for playing Clark's pal Chloe on Smallville, was sentenced to three years and a $20,000 fine after pleading guilty to charges related to recruiting women into the Nexium cult. The charges could have led to 14 to 17 and a half year, a year prison sentence. So, you know, she should probably count her blessings. Justice League's Snyder Cut will be getting a physical release on Blu-ray and DVD. The four-hour-long version of the movie will arrive on 4K Blu-ray combo pack and DVD on September 7th, and the Ultra HD Blu-ray disc will have a Dolby Atmos soundtrack mixed specifically for home theaters. Now, so far there has been no word on the special features or bonuses included, but the 4K release will set you back about $45, the Blu-ray about $35, and the DVD around $30. Now, apparently, Kevin Smith was too dark for half of DC Comics. On a recent episode of Fat Man Beyond, the many talented man said that he had pitched a project starring the question that apparently half the, co- half, the, half the company loved, while the other half needed to give their clearance, and they said no. Quote, 
I had that recently where we pitched a thing. And first I pitched it at like one place and they were like, holy bleep, we love this. And I was like, thanks. And they were like, we want to do this instantly. And we're going to find out like if the character is spoken for somewhere else in the company. And then they came back, well, it is spoken for someplace else in the company, but they don't have plans for it, and they're very excited to hear your plans. So I was like, right on. And they were like, look, if they say, yeah, it's happening, and you hear that all the time in this business, and bleep, and we pitched, and the people that we pitched to were like, it's dark. And I was like, well, man, well, I mean, you know, but it's also funny. They're like, but it's dark. And so they didn't go for it. And it bleeping died there. So rather than it, and it was for another thing that somebody else owned, but I've brought enough of it where I was like, this will totally work without their bleeping thing, unquote. Now, Kev then went on to explain that he has since turned this idea into a comic book sans Warner Brothers IP. James Gunn and the rest of the cast of the Suicide Squad will promote the movie on the pseudo-game show Wipeout, hosted by the Suicide Squad's John Cena on August 1st. The Suicide Squad sees task for- a new Task Force X, made up of Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Captain Boomerang, Ratcatcher 2, Savant, King Shark, Blackguard, Javelin, and everyone's favorite psycho, Harley Quinn, who are sent on a mission to the island of Corto Maltese. The movie comes out on HBO Max and theaters on August 6th. Now let's go on to the Marvel news. Marvel is joining the NFT bandwagon. The comic book publisher is collaborating with with Vivi to offer the daily the digital collectibles to Marvel fans worldwide. According to the press release, quote Marvel Entertainment and Orbis Blockchain Technologies Limited, a digital collectibles company operating the VV Digital Collectibles app, announced today a new collaboration to launch a global digital collectibles experience for millions of Marvel fans and collectors around the world in the coming months. For the first time, fans will be able to purchase and interact with official Marvel NFT digital collectibles, 3D statues, and digital comic books through mixed reality on VV's groundbreaking app platform, unquote. Now, the VV app is apparently on iOS and Android. Uh, the app uses its own in-app currency called Gems, which you buy with your credit card to buy the NFTs or sell them on uh, VV's secondary marketplace. Yeah. Um, carpe diem, let the bar beware. Some new details have surfaced for the Black Panther sequel, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. According to Production Weekly, the movie will explore the intertwined history between Wakanda and the lost city of Atlantis. Now, according to the article, quote, both Wakanda and Atlantis are hidden civilizations with advanced technology and increased militaristic abilities that decide to separate themselves from the rest of the world for their own safety and in a way out of fear. Wakanda feared that their technology would be abused. Atlantis feared that the surface dwellers would come and desecrate the mythical city just as they did so many years ago. And yet their fears escalate even further when these two once hidden nations clash, clash with each other. Wakanda and Atlantis have a shockingly, uh, have a shockingly intertwined history. Wakanda is the only country in the world with access to vibranium. However, rumors of its power spread throughout the world, and Namor's human father was sent searching for this rare material in Antarctica. Unquote. 
So I guess that means we're getting Namor in the MCU. The movie is due in theaters on July 8th, 2022. So about one year from today. The Tomorrow Wars director, Chris McKay, wants to make a Marvel movie. Now, speaking with E-Man's movie, movie Reviews channel, he responded, quote, I guess we're running out of Marvel characters, right? I really, you know, I really hope that we can make a movie. I've got Captain America tattoo on my on one side, and I've got a Catwoman and Superman tattoo over here. So my love for all things comic book, I'm like you. When I grew up with Batman, I grew up with Spider-Man. I grew up with Captain America. I love Catwoman. I love Superman. I hope to someday be able to make a movie in these worlds. I really wanted to do Nightwing, and Nightwing was a character who was really important to me. When I was a Batman fan, I was a Robin fan as a kid. Robin was the window. You were sort of looking at Batman through Robin's eyes, right? As I grew up reading comic books and watching movies and things like that, Robin grew up. Robin became Nightwing. So to kind of go through that transition as a reader where he was a little kid and as I'm getting older, he's getting older and now he's becoming his own thing. That was my childhood experience. That was a kind of a profound thing for me. So I always sort of take that away. Batman Robin, Batman Nightwing have a father-son relationship. And that's something to something that to me is a really important aspect of that story and I hope to someday get on film as well as just straight up uh, a totally straight up Nightwing story. Unquote. You know, perhaps just just maybe making a suggestion here, write a comic book first. Show them that you can you can write a Write a story. Maybe they'll let you go ahead and make a movie. Yeah. Maybe. Sophia Martino's Loki costume was made to accommodate the new mom's need to breastfeed her infant. The British actress who plays the female variant of Loki, who calls herself Sylvie, posted a message and a photo on Twitter showcasing the show costumer's uh, ingenious alterations to allow her to nurse without a major change in costume. She posted, quote, It's not easy being a working mama. Genius, ha- genius, hashtag Christine Wada, designed Sylvie's costume and added concealed zippers so I could e- pump easily and nurse my b- baby between takes. Little big things like this that made it possible for me to do my job and be a parent. I am forever grateful. Now, uh, DiMartino was cast for the parts in November of 2019, right around when she welcomed her first child with actor-writer Will Sharp. A 27-year-old man dressed as Spider-Man gave Pope Francis his own Spider-Man mask during the, his visit to the Vatican. Now, the cosplayer, named Mattia Valdardita, from northern Italy, had come to the seat of, of the Catholic Church and had a seat in the VIP audience section of the Vagans San Damaso courtyard. He was given an audience and a VIP seat due to his work during doing a superhero cosplay and visiting sick children. No word on if the pontiff has his own web shooters. Now, let's go on to the geek news. Scooby-Doo will meet another cowardly dog, namely Courage, the cowardly dog, in a crossover movie called Straight Out of Nowhere. The straight-to-digital and Blu-ray movie comes out in September. 
and sees Mr. Ink on the tail on the tail of a strange object that leads them to Courage's hometown of Nowhere, Kansas. Here's the blurb, quote, An original animated feature so exciting, it's scratching at the door. Comedy is unleashed when Scooby-Doo, your favorite mystery-solving mutt, teams up for the first time with Courage the Cowardly Dog. The canine colleagues sniff out a strange object in the middle of Nowhere, Kansas, the backwoods hometown of Courage and his owners Eustace and Muriel Bagg. Soon, the mysterious discovery puts them on the trail of a giant cicada monster and her winged war- wacky-winged warriors. Fred, Velma, Daffy, Daphne, and Shaggy know that this job is too big for a fly swatter. They'll need the help of the doggy duo to piece together the puzzle. Can Scooby and Courage overcome their jitters and defeat the insect army before the whole world bugs out? Try not to get scared. We double-dog dare you. Unquote. Straight out of nowhere, Scooby-Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog arrives on digital and DVD on September 14th, 2021. Solar Opposites has been handed a fourth season from Hulu. The adult animated series from Justin Roiland and Mike Maman. The uh, season, second season just came out this year with a third season of 12 episodes planned for 2022. This new season order is also for 12 episodes. Now, while we're on the talk of aliens, Dan Harmon will also be teaming up with creator Nathan Pyle to bring Pyle's webcomic and graphic novels to and, and turn them into a series for Apple TV+. Uh, I know, you're all disappointed. If you're not familiar with the cartoon, they feature the stories of two blue aliens who describe something like a sneeze as a face-fluid explosion and sunbathing as sun damage. Pyle and Harmon will executive produce with Amalia Lavari, set as showrunner. Apple Studios and Shadow Machine will produce the show. Yeah. Apple Plus gets some good stuff. I just have never been interested in in uh, that streaming service quite yet. The next one is kind of a, huh, story? I think the headline says it all. From Deadline.com, quote, Jerry Seinfeld to star in and direct Unfrosted, Netflix wins movie about creation of the Pop-Tart, unquote. Yeah, you heard that right. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld is making and starring in a movie about the creation of America's favorite breakfast pastry and Afghanistan's favorite goat feed. The movie, called Unfrosted, is a comedy movie Seinfeld co-wrote with Spike Furson and Barry Martyr and was inspired by a joke he told in his stand-up about Pop-Tarts. Not many other details have come out about it, and but Netflix has greenlit it and production is set to begin next spring. Scarfleet, Scarfleet, Scarlett Johansson and Disney are teaming up for a movie based on the Disney ride Tower of Terror. The script will be written by Toy Story 4 director Josh Cooley, and plot details are being kept under wraps, including if Scarlett will star in the movie. So far, all we know is that Johansson will produce under her These Pictures banner with Jonathan Leah. The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror opened in 1994 at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Florida and then at Disney's California Adventure. In 1997, Disney made a made-for-TV made movie starring Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst. You know, I guess, you know, I, they're going for one more shot to see if they can turn this into you know, some a, a bigger thing than it actually is. Polly Pocket 
that teeny tiny girl's toy line from the late 80s is being made into a feature film. Uh, this will be, film will be written by and directed by Lena Dunham. Now, Emily and Paris star Lily Collins will is scheduled to play Polly and will also produce. Now, will this be another Lego movie or will it be Battleship? I guess we'll just have to let the uh, viewing public decide. The Toxic Adventure Avenger reboot has added Johnny Coney from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and Sir Niles from Ted Lasso to the cast. They joined Peter Dinklage, Kevin Bacon, and others. Uh, Coiny was supposed to be a shadowy criminal figure, while Niles will be a corrupt city official. Netflix's My Little Pony movie has a new title. The movie from E1 will be called My Little Pony, A New Generation, and will debut on the streaming service on September 24th, 2021. The voice cast includes Vanessa Hudgens as Sunny, Kimoko Glenn as Izzy, James Marsden as Hitch, Sophia Carson as Pip, and Liza Koshi as Zip, along with Ken Jeong, Elizabeth Perkins, Jane Krakowski, Phil Lamar, and Michael McKeon. The pilot centers on what happens when Earth, Earth's ponies, unicorns, and pegasi are no longer friends on Equestria and live separated by species. But idealistic Earth pony Sunny teams up with Unicorn Izzy to travel to faraway lands to find a way to bring enchantment and unity back to their world. Oh, it feels so lovey-dovey. You just want to, you know, throw up, I guess. Now, to end on a lighter note, NBC's new game show, Ultimate Slip and Slide, will not debut as planned following the Summer Olympics, as the show has been pulled for retooling following an outbreak of explosive diarrhea that brought production to a halt. The 10-episode season featured two people per team, contestants uh, competing in multiple games throughout each episode, including cornhole, body bowling, bocce fall, human pong, and more. The last two teams will compete in the titular Ultimate Slip and Slide to see which duo will will come out victorious. Now, production was halted in early June after a crew member tested positive for for Giardia, which is a parasitic intestinal infection, but he wasn't alone, as 40 members of the crew developed symptoms so bad that reports had people passing out on set. In a statement, NBC said, quote, The health and safety of everyone on our set is our number one priority, so out so out of an abundance of caution, we have made the decision to stop producing production on Ultimate Slip and Slide at the current location. We are in the process of determining next steps in order to complete production, unquote. So you can say this was a crap shoot. <laughs> I know I should be burned that. I'm not. So that brings us to the end of the comic book news. Now be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute uh, financially uh, or check out the show notes, visit the T Public store and so much more, head on over to multiversetonight.com. If you're a subscriber, be sure to share us with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to subscribe, leave some feedback, let us know how we're doing. Special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. 
Now, thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. Uh, we'll be back in just two weeks with a brand new sci-fi and comic book edition. Now, please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half Big John Productions. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. Sit, Roscoe, sit. Good dog. <laughs>